intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you hey thanks for joining us again Welcome to the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast with your co-hosts, Chris Harris and John Farquhar. Today, uh, we're going to talk about some hot stuff coming down the pipe here right now. So, you know, Driver Inc., ELDs, yeah, hot items, there's no doubt about that. So, anyway, so come along, join us while we jibber-jab about what's happening in today's industry. Hey, Chris, <laughs> how you doing? Jibber-jab. Jibber-jab, buddy, jibber-jab. <laughs> And in case our audience is wondering, those who are watching us, yes, we have our poppies on. This happens to be um, February the 11th. November the 11th. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If it's February, there better be more snow on the ground now than that. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with November 11th. That would be a good day. Exactly, exactly. So, Johnny, we are talking about ELDs. We are talking. Which topic do you want to tackle first let's start with elds i think you you started that let's go with that i think that'll be fun all right elds it is and let me just find here so Um, for those that may be tuning in and new eld stands for electronic logging device so it's a, a means to electronically record your hours of service your hours of work well, and look at that. I bring up the screen, and, and I'm on the screen, but where's my Woo-hoo! co-host? Oh, well, he's, I I walked over here to get a drink. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> what prompted this was um, an article in Truck News, yep. uh, which I found to be very interesting. So now we'll come back to here where Johnny can be on the screen, too. Yep. I don't, John, we tested this before I hit record. We did. Where did you go? We did. Ah, <laughs> Even my wife says I show up mysteriously some days. So the ELDs are, in Ontario at least, are going to be January the 1st of 23 that you can now get a ticket. Yes. So how about, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, so the law has actually been in effect since last year. Okay. Right. Uh, but there's been this soft enforcement. And and actually, just I just recently got some news here at uh, our local Fleet Safety Council chapter meeting that we had earlier this week. And one of the updates was, was from the Windsor MTO. And these guys have been chomping at the bit to lay fines for a very long time. But their hands have been tied due to this soft enforcement. Uh, and, and they had rhymed off a number of items and I, I, I'm not going to rhyme them off. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was illicit use of the device and they knew it was happening, but they could not charge the drivers because of soft enforcement. So all they could tell them was, give me an example. What do you mean by illicit? They were driving on personal conveyance time. I tell you, they were operating the device in off-duty or on-duty mode and not drive time. They were they were uh, forcing the device out. Operating with a device that was not compliant with the Canadian federal regulations. Okay, but if they were operating in 
and not on duty, not in drive time, why couldn't they lay a charge? That's uh, book falsification. Well, uh, they were able to do that, but it's the device they want to hit them with. Oh, it's okay. the device they want to hit. So, that, so they can't. Lay, they can lay an hours of service charge. Sorry, I, I didn't clarify that. But it's the ELD device that they really want to force out because it's like you're not using a, a legal device. Uh, we want to slap you, and unfortunately, they can't put them out of service because they can't enforce that right now. So, so yeah. My question is, what devices are legal? Well, that's interesting. We have 55 on the list from Transport Canada. And of those 55, there are 20 vendors providing those 55 devices. So really, it's it's not a whole lot of vendors. 20? That's less than two dozen vendors. And many of them have multiple devices because some of them are used on your Android device or your Apple device. So So they need to have multiples. There, and I fixed it, Johnny. Look, Ooh, look at that. I'm here. <laughs> so, but yeah, so so we've got lots of lots of vendors. Uh, and, and the big guys that we've always talked about, when were they going to show up on the list? Well, they're here. Yeah. They're here. Um, and to highlight what John just said, there are 55 devices approved, but not 55 manufacturers. And right. I'll just, Fleet Complete is a great example. They've got yep. one, two, three I think, oh, four, four. Uh, different things uh, approved. These, yep. This is a list, and I'll put this in the show notes down below, this link to Transport mm-hmm. Canada, mm-hmm. because Ontario has been very clear, and I yes. think most provinces are as well, saying that they are using the exact same list that yep. Transport Canada has approved. Yep. Yep, so uh, certainly Ontario is, and we are the largest trucking province. So that's right. fine. Most of you will be covered by that. And yep. as John said, look at there's six pages mm-hmm. of, and we'll just go to the last page here, you know, Trimble's there and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of different yep. manufacturers are here. The yep. big boys yep. are now yep. here. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So now, now the, the one thing that I was while we're talking about this, that PMTC had said, um, mm. and just go to this very quickly. Yes. Yeah. This is important. Go ahead. Well, you need to confirm model number and software version. You can't just go, oh, I'll get the Trimble device. That'll work good. I'll get their their version of it and whatnot. No, no, no. You have to confirm the model number and the software version because these guys have multiple model numbers, multiple software versions because maybe they're in the U.S. as well. Well, in the U.S., there isn't the third-party certification as there is here in Canada. So you need to go by what device and what software version is approved by Canada. Now, I expect that list will probably grow with other models and versions, uh, but right now we've got 55 that are approved and ready to go for January 1, 2023. Yeah, and, you know, here we are almost the middle of November. So if you are a carrier that has not selected your device yet, Mm -hmm. I would get shaken. Well, and, and, and good luck because a lot of them, if you're looking to put a device in the truck, a lot of these suppliers don't have supply. Their, their focus has been existing clientele and making sure they're up to snuff. So if you're coming out of the woodwork and going, well, I guess I better get an Omnitrax device or I better get an Isaac device. Well, you, you may not have, you, you probably left it too late. You should have been talking to these guys a year ago and getting this set up. 
Uh, unfortunately, this hit at a very bad time. Yep. Um, in the U.S., they were, what do you call it, uh, sh- turning off the 3G network. Yes. And uh, yes. so that made a lot of devices for the U.S. not compatible anymore because right. they had to be able to operate on the 4G network Correct. as we move to 5G. Um, yep. So a lot of the old devices had to be replaced. So the Omnitracks mm-hmm. were those types of customers or uh, suppliers that have had a lot of devices in the market yep. already had yep. to go and replace a lot. So yep. they've been working their tails off doing <laughs> that, taking care of, as, as you said, existing customers. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, anyways, you better get shaken. Yep. Your yep. only choice might be the devices that work on cell phones or tablets yep. because yep. you may not be able to get uh, the hardware, the, mm-hmm. some of the nice devices that are built for trucks that's the mm-hmm. disadvantage in my mind of using a, a cell phone or a tablet uh, they right. work great but mm-hmm. with the constant pounding and everything I'm not, yeah yep. I'm, I'm just not sure um the longevity of those devices and right but i have no experience and i've never right. had anybody tell me anything negative about that either i just right my own thought process yep well and then add on to that driver driver training Every device works differently. So even if a driver's worked with a, you know, worked at another company using a different type of advice and, or device and then comes to work for you guys and you got a different device, you got to train them all because they work slightly different. You need to make sure the driver's doing it. And on top of that, uh, probably one of the biggest dilemmas that I see when going out to see clients is their hours of service training, uh, electronic device training is not in depth enough. We're still seeing lots of violations being issued because the drivers don't know or understand how to operate the device properly. So this is causing a lot of grief with uh, your carrier profiles. Silly things like, did you know you have to be able to hand the device out the door? Um, Not being able to show an inspector the instructions for the device. Yep. Not, there's what, three different sets of instructions, I think. One for the device, one for if the device malfunctions yep. and what's the third, there's a third one. I, f- I forget now. How to uh, transmit data. Yeah. How to transmit yep. data. Yep. So yep. yeah. Uh, if you can't, yep. as a driver, if you can't show the officer yep. those things, um, you can get a ticket and In companies aren't teaching it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, interesting enough, one client we were dealing with, they've got a number of violations with drivers because, um, they were meeting up with law enforcement in the U S not so much here in Canada, but in the, in the U S and the officer was asking them to relay the data via the method approved. Okay. Right. And the drivers would freeze up and, and go, uh, I don't know how to do that. Uh, and you my- have a sheet, but, but I think part of it is the uh, transport companies and motor carriers are not teaching the drivers how to transmit that data. It's like, you should be demonstrating that in your courses with the drivers in the training. It's like, okay, let's, here's how you do this. I'm going to ask you to transmit it. Here's what I want you to do and follow these steps. And when you do it and then have the sheet to back it up, you're good. But one of, one of the um, uh, faults, as I say, was because they felt the drivers were freezing up because they were intimidated by law enforcement. Well, and that's true. I mean, I worked with a carrier and we, because they are a, one of the new Canadian type companies mm-hmm. and I worked mm-hmm. with a carrier and we did our own, uh, ELD videos. 
because I got one of their employees who spoke the majority of the language, and this is Punjabi. Perfect. Um, Perfect. And we, him and I, worked together and created a whole series of help videos for their ELD device. Excellent. Excellent. Made it, put it on, it's actually on their website under the, you know, you can hide it a bit, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it was in their native language. Why not? Perfect. It was, it was great. Anyways, yeah. but, uh, it's uh, a way to do it. That's the way to do it. Why not? You, you know, you don't have to, you know, use a generic training, use something that works for your company and, and your drivers. Yeah. And with cell phones so. today, everybody's got a good camera. I mean, it doesn't yep. take much, um, nope. for those of you that are watching, I'm using my cell phone as my webcam mm-hmm. and yeah. it's sitting there in a tripod. Like, yep. It, doesn't take much. Um, Damn, you look good, Chris. You look good. That camera well, really makes you look good. It's the face <laughs> I, I was born with, but the picture's yeah. good. You know, <laughs> um, you don't need a fancy microphone like that. You nope. can buy a lapel mic for like $50. Yep. And yeah. so you've got a free cell phone or your cell phone and a $50 yep. mic. You can make great uh, yep. how-to videos. Exactly. Uh, you know, exactly. and a little bit of self-promotion if you need help with yep. that. Hey, I can come sure. out and help you. Yeah, Got a chart, exactly. You know. Yeah. Um, Why not? Hey. But that's a great idea. So help your drivers. Help them better understand what they need to do. Set them up for success. Yeah. Um, that, is that what we wanted to talk about? Oh, last thing about, um, let's go back to this. And we'll wrap up the ELD portion by me switching to this screen. Here we go. Oh, no, I didn't want to. Sw- I want to bring you back on. Hey, there we go. I got to hit the right hey. Okay, the exception. So the ELD rule yep. that takes place in yep. uh, January the 1st of 2023, where you can yep. s- will start getting tickets. There's Correct. a few exceptions. Yep. Let's not have Canada roll it all out, all out together. No, no, no. I got to thank uh, our buddy Mike Million from PMTC for putting this list together. Cool. Um, Because that's, I don't know where did you see it, but that's where I saw it was from Mike. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's been, he's been a huge advocate for this. Yes. So um, British Columbia and Quebec sometime in 2023, not January the 1st, but sometime in 23, they anticipate that one rolling out. Northwest yep. Territories are going to roll it out by the end of January of 23. So not oh. maybe it's February the 1st, who knows, but it's yep. going to be early 23 for them. Alberta yep. and Saskatchewan, what's happening out there, Johnny? Do you know? <laughs> uh, at this point in time, they're not uh, looking to put in any uh, legislation or regulations with uh, ELDs in their provinces. And uh, I actually read an article, it was a while ago now, and I, I hope they're changing their mind. Uh, but the government in Saskatchewan said we're quite happy with paper, and uh, I know that Saskatchewan Trucking uh, Association is dead set against that. They want to move forward. They want to get in with the times. So, but yeah, those two provinces are yeah they haven't made any decisions at all yet. Yeah, and um, PEI, this yep. province doesn't need legislation no. because <laughs> it's so small. The whole the whole islands fits in the one hundred and sixty rule. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, when I first read that, I went, what? That doesn't, and then I thought about it, I went, well, yeah, it does make sense. They're all 160 kilometer exempt. So Exactly, exactly. um, It was kind of, in my mind, humorous, but uh, hey. Yep. So, all right, let's change 
to subject number two. I think we beat the heck out of. Oh, this is a good one. Yes. I didn't swear. But we beat no, the heck out of yeah. uh, ELDs. Get ready for your ELDs. Yeah. If you need help selecting an ELD provider, reach out to John or I. We can answer yep. some questions. Um, and, of course, our contact info is in the show notes down below. But And there's some good providers out there. There's, oh, there's you know, some... and, and everybody on that list. Refer to that list uh, to, to find a provider if you haven't already. Yeah. So. Um, Driver Inc. Since oh, we're geez. sharing the screen here. Never ending. We'd start off with this one. Yeah, Driver Inc., never ending. But the for you and I, we, you and I are both on the same page on this. We both yep. disapprove, uh, at least I shouldn't speak for you. I certainly disapprove yep. Yep. of Driver yep. Inc. I don't I think agree. it's yep. fair. Yep. I know you agree, but I shouldn't put words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're not. I have no fear. No, no, <laughs> yeah. we're on the same page here. So, so uh, yep. how do you say, is it Seamus? Seamus? Seamus. Seamus O'Regan Jr., yep. our uh, federal transport minister, came out and said, we're going after the trucking companies that don't give truckers their rightful benefits. Yep. And I want to, at this point, just remind truck drivers that as of, is it January? That uh, if you are a regulated, federal regulated employee, mm-hmm. is it January that the 10 sick uh, days take effect? Uh, end of December, they say. End of December. Okay. So if you are a federally regulated employee, and I stress that part, Mm -hmm. uh, you are eligible for 10 paid six Six days. days. Yeah. Well, a driver Inc. fella doesn't get that benefit. Nope. Um, Nope. Well, but there's some other benefits that a lot of these drivers don't seem to realize either, you know, as an employee versus uh, a subcontractor, a driver ink driver, you're missing out on a ton of benefits. So, you know, um, your Canada pension plan, CPP, everybody's required to contribute to that program, you know, for future opportunities that, you know, when I retire, I'm going to collect a benefit of sorts. Well, your employer is required by law to equal that, uh, CPP benefit that comes off your pay. Well, yeah. if, if you're doing the driver ink model, guess what? Your employer is not your employer and they're not contributing. So you're getting stuck paying that all on your own. Well, uh, em- if, if they're paying it, John. Well, if they're paying, yeah. So, well, Revenue Canada is going to get their bite out of it at the end of, you know, when it comes tax time anyway. Uh, but how much are you paying? You're probably not paying mm. your fair share. So it's not going to do you any good when you decide to retire. John, so, it's my belief that there are many Driver Inc. drivers out there mm-hmm. who do not um, follow the law. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. Submissions yeah. to CRA, if they are there, yep, are not what they should be. Anyways, um, no, no. for a number of different reasons, I don't agree with the Driver Inc. model. No, uh, no. The drivers don't have the protection from no, not at all. I mean, not I know one Driver Inc. company that if you have a crash. Mm-hmm. The uh, the $5,000 deductible is yours. Yes. And that's illegal. Like, it's, well, it's not illegal if you're driver Inc. Well, because as an it's employee, it's business, to business yeah. but right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are so many but, reasons I'm against driver Inc. Well, and, and driver Inc. doesn't make the kind of revenue to be able to pay for a $5,000 deductible or more, you know, mm. and that's not fair. It's, it's as an employee, you have those protections to say, no, you cannot touch my paycheck. You cannot deduct things yeah. from my paycheck. And interesting enough, a lot of drivers don't realize this. Um, you know, usually after a, 
maybe a crash or a violation or something like that, they may get terminated as, as a driver, oh. ink driver. They just very easily poof, there's a curb. Well, under federal law, you cannot be terminated without just cause as an employee. So there's a protection there. You know, you have rights to go back against that employer if you've been wrongfully terminated. Yep. Um, uh, if what what happens if you're out of work? Like, what what if you get stuck and you go, okay, well, I just got laid off from my job because the company, you know, got rid of ten trucks, and I was one of those guys, and I can't find another job for a couple of months. As we head into a recession. Yes, sir, and that's what's going to happen. So you know, now all of a sudden, you've got no job, you got no income. And you got no but, EI. Exactly. Uh, so you if got, you're paying, paying for your employment insurance and your employer was paying their share as well, you would be able to go, hey, I'm out of a job. I can't find a job. There's no work right now. Um, let's let's take and uh, collect some unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and John, you froze there. But um, as soon as you come back, we, I will welcome you back. Hopefully that's... Um, not a permanent thing. I just wanted Come to back. hit on this, that um, our friend Mike McCarran uh, doesn't believe the the fine, if you are caught by the federal <laughs> government, that they are supposed to be enforcing now, is $250,000. Hey, and, there we go. Hey, you're back. Uh, so Sorry, the fine lost you. <laughs> is $250,000. Mike yep. McCarran, for one, says... That's not enough because some of these bigger companies um, that are heavily into the driver ink model, and I'm thinking of one that is rumored to have 3,000 drivers that are in the driver ink model, uh, $250,000 is not a deterrent um, if they were to get that fine every year. Oh, yeah. No, it'd be easier to pay the fine than it would be what they should be paying. Yeah. So I just wanted to highlight that uh, at least one person says that's not enough. Perhaps yeah. it should be a scaled fine, you know, based on revenue or uh, size of the trucking company. Because a two hundred and fifty thousand yep. dollar fine to a twenty five truck account yeah. <laughs> would be devastating. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly, um, and put them out of business. Yep. But to some of the larger fleets that we have here in Canada, mm-hmm. um, it would just be a cost of doing business. I think is not to put Agreed. words into Mike's. Uh, mouth, but I think that's what yep. Mike means. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Agreed. So driver Inc. They are supposed to be cracking down in 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long ago did we have a, uh, an episode that we talked a hundred percent about driver Inc. And we said the same thing and it's got to be about a year ago. I got to think. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I think it was about that time. And so nothing's happened in the past year to make me think. No. Anything's there, there, changed? There's, there's been a couple of uh, investigations or audits, I guess you could say, uh, but nothing big. They talked about naming names and uh, talking about the fines that were being laid, and I, I haven't seen anything publicly announced or anything along that line. So no, I'm not. I mean, I've heard rumors that some companies have been audited, um, yep. but I haven't heard of any fines. I haven't heard of a company being audited by CRA. What I have heard is WSIB going. WSIB, yes, uh, yes. So that's only in Ontario. Yep. And yep. many of the driver ink companies do comply with WSIB laws. Right. So, right. Which again is why you driver ink then. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and for the drivers out there, by the way, your company is supposed to, if you are a driver, Inc., supposed to issue a T4A slip. Correct. Um, Correct. But many companies don't do that either. No. And no. From what I understand, I'm far from a tax guy, but somebody yep. told me that a T4A slip takes away many of the possible deductions of being self-employed because yep. you are truly not self-employed. You are a personal service business or something it's yep. called? PSB. Yep. Personal okay. service business, PSB. Yeah. Well, okay. you can even use T4As for owner-operators as well. Okay. And you- so. Yes, because the, the, the bonus part is uh, with a T4A, it gives you the amount of, of uh, money that you generated or revenued and were paid during that term. Whereas like with an owner-operator, you have a statement that you pay them. Uh, they don't issue an invoice or anything along that line. So it makes it a lot easier to be able to just issue a T4A to say, hey, your, your annual revenue that you were paid was X. Here's your gross. No deductions or anything like that. Just shows the gross. And then that way... That gets filed with CRA from the employer's side. And then if you're an owner-operator, you would be able to provide proof of your deductions and uh, you know benefits that you would be able to, to coop from there. Uh, and then the same thing with a driver, ink driver, but they would know, oh, hang on, you're not really a true owner-operator because you're not deducting any truck, fuel, insurance, anything like that. So, oh, you're just a driver and no, you go into a different class. Yeah, it's... It's crazy. You know, there was one, you just reminded me when you said no invoices, there was one company I used to work for many years ago that had a lot of owner operators and the first week of January, they printed out 26 invoices for each owner operator, all dated for the first and the 15th of each month. And that's the owner operators had to complete that invoice and turn it in in order to get paid. Oh, wow. Yeah. um, Jeez. But they, they had like 20 or something, but um, every that's how they got paid. They had to yep. complete the invoice. So they were trying to demonstrate and remind the owner-operators, of course, that it is a business-to-business yeah. relationship. Yes, yes. And it is. And you invoice. Is. Yep. Most companies don't do that, I know. Right. But Correct. Is Correct. Yep. Anything else about Driver Inc.? You know what? I guess I guess the thing is, if you're a Driver Inc., uh, and I, I've been in this industry 40 years, so I know Driver Inc. from back in my trucking days as well, and I see it today. And, and all I can tell you is, if you're a Driver Inc. driver, you are missing out on way more benefits than you ever could. You know, um, overtime is another one we didn't really touch on, mm-hmm. which should be in there. But nonetheless, there you really need to do your research and understand that you're being screwed over by your employer. And especially if your employer is telling you, you have to be driver Inc., you're working for the wrong employer. If you're a driver who says, no, I want to be driver Inc., then you obviously don't know the, uh, the benefits of being an employed driver. Yeah. It's, I mean, we know it's a touchy subject. Um, many, many of our listeners perhaps will be saying, and, and yelling at us saying, we don't know what we're talking about. Um, leave us a comment. Yeah, please. exactly. Uh, Feel free to rant. Yep. So tell us, we don't yeah. know what the hell we're talking yep. about because, um, you have a valid opinion, of yep. course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, you are entitled to your opinion and you, this is Canada. You are entitled, thankfully for, um, you can yep. do what the heck you want. Yeah. And as yeah. I, display my poppy it's remembrance day and a lot of people yep um 
sacrificed so yes. that you can leave yep. us a comment and tell exactly. us uh, exactly what is on your mind. So uh, for Agreed. the sacrifices of others, I thank them. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's a hell of a country we live in, a hell of a good country that we live Damn in. Straight. All right, Johnny, anything else for this oh. week as we wrap no, this I up? Think, I, I think we beat that horse to death again. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's an ongoing topic. And, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see it go away and be better managed. So we need everybody's support to make that happen. I just got to say that that uh, last comment about beating a horse to death, no animals were harmed in the making <laughs> of this episode. Not today, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's John Farquhar of Some Risk Solutions and myself, Chris Harris of Safety Dog. Tune in next week where we will have another episode coming out for you. And we appreciate you tuning into the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. See you all next week. Take care, y'all. There. We'll hit finish on that one. You're awful blurry. Oh, I know. I don't.